0: This should be fun. It took a long time, but we're here. SMAFCast episode who who knows at this point, which is an awesome thing to say because we made it way past one so far. Uh, We're not quite to double digits yet. When we get there, we'll have an imaginary birthday cake. Uh, Tonight, we have a guest who has never been on one of these podcasts as a commentator or as a just a guest, but... Has been on these, uh, some of our tournament footage in the past as a competitor. Um, particularly the Penguin Saber Academy tournament from 2020, early 2020. Nick? Is that 2019, correct? 2019, I think. 2019, 2019 I late think. 2019. Uh, and the Phoenix tournament from 2019, also. And then the yeah, it's like we have a
1: whole mirror missing
0: then the the san diego sabers tournament from igc in 2018 so um this is noah kim with us tonight from the confederacy of independent saberists and also of course my good friend the emperor of all mr nick richardson of penguin saber academy and the saber martial arts board uh so gentlemen Say hi first and then Noah I'll ask you a question. Hello. Nick is dancing at us, but he he doesn't want to say anything. Uh it's a wonder we thought I thought, I thought Noah was gonna say more than hello. <laughs> oh, did you say hello? I didn't hear you. Uh so anyway. Um Noah, first question would be What is CIS? Who are you? How did you get there? And uh What is your martial arts slash saber martial arts background?
2: Okay, so I think I'll start with... You're basically asking me to tell two origin stories. So I'll start with CIS's origin story. Basically, CIS is the only SMAP affiliate school in Los Angeles at the moment. And the reason I started it was because... I was having problems with my old Sabre group. There had been, you know, corruption going on and stuff. And I'd been visiting groups like San Diego Sabres and Penguin Sabre Academy. and was thinking, you know, what if I could bring something like this to LA? And it took me about a year or two, but, you know, I was able to get together with some people and we did eventually form our own group.
0: Okay, so... What is your martial arts background that that, was that what got you into lightsaber martial arts? Was that just something that happened after or independent of or um, were you just a Star Wars nerd like the rest of us and, and the rest kind of followed?
2: Boy, I've, you know, always had little bits and pieces of martial arts with me throughout my entire life. I think I can remember as early as maybe three years old. My dad signed me up for a children's karate class. And then I moved. And my dad signed me up for a a different karate class. He didn't like how they were going, so he pulled me out and started training me himself. We practiced things like boxing. We practiced stick fighting, some knife fighting. And that was, I later found out, came from Kali. Uh My dad never, my dad's got a martial arts background of his own that he's
1: never really told me, but (laughs) we know it's there. Sounds like your dad was like your Mr. Miyagi. In
0: some ways, yeah. Okay.
2: That's also one of the, I remember... When I was a kid, he showed me that movie, too. There's been all that. So I think by now I know I've learned a tiny bit of Kung Fu, some Taekwondo, some kickboxing, some Kali. That's bits of four martial arts already.
0: Yep. So some smatterings here and there. Uh, Right. Basically what we kind of preach about um, SMA is having having not just one not just two but trying to get as much background in what you do as possible and uh it's almost a form six mentality it seems it sounds like what you're talking about which is that you've picked up as much as you could along the way and still trying to do the same thing through your lightsaber practice so with Confederacy of Independent Saberist, which is a mouthful, but uh, full disclosure, you have made me rethink my position on the word saberist. Uh, not traditionally my favorite word, but I love the name of your group. I've been—I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, "Man, that's a really—that's a really dope name for a for a lightsaber group."
3: Uh, How did you come up with that name, Noah? Yeah, yeah, I'm curious. Okay.
2: so this actually carries on with the story a bit. So I think throughout, I want to say throughout middle school, high school, I kind of didn't really do any martial arts. Then I started college and took a fencing class for about three years. And by the time, by my third year, I was helping teach new students at the school's club. And then later on, some of my students were interested in doing lightsabers as well. I think at the tail end of high school was 2015 when the those massive
1: lightsaber battles were breaking out. Oh, that's right. And yeah.
2: you know, I had a couple of those cheap toy lightsabers, but my friend was telling me I needed to get something better than that. So I looked at I think Ultra Sabers and Saber Forge. I liked what I saw, but I felt like I couldn't justify spending that much on a lightsaber that, for all I know, I'd only use once.
0: No, so, uh, I, I can creative. tell you from experience, some of those you only use once.
2: I got creative. <laughs> Made a I feel PVC your pipes, pain, Fode. <laughs> soldered up an LED in there. Bought a custom. Uh, bought a blade from the custom saber shop, and it worked. I made my own saber for like 25 bucks and holy crap! it, it lasted me
1: that night. There you it go. Was, <laughs> it did what I meant for it to do. <laughs> that's good. So, so that sounds like that's where you kind of started your saber smithing adventure because you also make your own sabers now too.
2: Yeah, I was making my own sabers from the start. So yeah. after that, then there was a group that would meet up that would do meetups like that with lightsabers. And we do our light like, dueling here and there. And, you know, I made sabers over time, they got, be- I got better at it. And then around the same time as when I started college and got into fencing, then that meetup group quickly fell apart and got taken over by another group, which I stayed with for a, for a long time. So Between, so about 2016 to 2018, 2019, I kind of did lightsabers and fencing in parallel. Right. 2019 is where the major events that led to CIS being created happened. So first thing that happened was I had been teaching students of my own in fencing Uh and they had also taken an interest in lightsabers. Coach found out about it, made a stop, so we decided we'd leave and do our lightsaber stuff somewhere else. And that was the first thing. The second, which I consider to be more major, was I'd gotten tired of all the corruption I'd been seeing in my old Saber group. You know, they'd been playing favorites, they were holding me back. They even took one of my ideas and paid another guy for it,
1: which
0: oh, I'm a man. bit salty about. I'm not laughing. I'm like, I'm like flabbergasted. And they just,
1: I'm honestly th- not even surprised.
2: Out of, <laughs> they left me out of opportunities for rank advancement.
1: Oh my God.
2: So I decided I'm not putting up with this anymore.
0: Oh, to get a little bit Dooku-y, it sounds like.
2: Perhaps so sounds
0: like sounds like you had to leave the council.
1: Not that they ever even let me on the council.
0: You know what I'm <laughs> oh, 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 saying? Don't get don't get salty, Annie. I mean, at the same time, you're still <laughs> exactly. in the same like,
1: group chats as me. You're technically still on the council of that group, whether you like they it just, or not. Oh, they just keep adding me to group chats. Yeah, that's what that's they, the same that, way it's they, that's,
2: that's a later that'll be addressed in the later part of the story.
1: So <laughs> okay, my bad.
0: <laughs> really quickly, no, I don't want to interrupt you. I just want to welcome Alan onto the show. Seafood Venable back in action. Cadillac. Oh, there he is, Alan.
3: if <laughs> hey, I was a ninja, you'd already be dead. Ugh.
0: We're uh, we're hearing about how Noah came up with the name Confederacy of Independent Savers. i was just about to get to that part, actually. I was just going to say, it sounds like we're getting to the ripe part of the fruit. So. <laughs>
1: It's a good phrase. I had now
2: broken away from two groups. Mm -hmm. I had taken my own students with me and any tournament from that point on I would register as an independent and my students would do the same. But I knew, you know, we were were our own group, so that's where the independent comes from. Mm -hmm. Because originally we would all register for tournaments as an independent. And we're Saberists. We wanted a name that was a Star Wars reference, but not overly Star Wars. So fair. CIS. Fair. Any Star Wars fan knows that reference.
1: See now that I love that. that probably That's probably my favorite part of all of it is I love that it's literally the droid freaking army. I love it.
0: <laughs> yeah, because you're one of those you're one of those uh, backtoid armor spock sucking Dooku fluffers, aren't Look, you?
1: I can't help it that the best makashi practitioner is also a dark side user and that i also run a sith group i can't there's you can't prove I, anything i
0: i can't help it either i'm <laughs> i'm so into duku all right noah so you guys start rolling into these tournaments as just your own your own selves not worried about affiliation which consequently becomes your affiliation exactly so cool that's metal dude
1: i also have to say i love your logo it's you, just stand. Oh. It, I think. It, yeah. I think your logo is literally. Oh my god! <laughs> it's what is that? Yeah. You, have the, you have the Sith symbol in the background. Right. What I what I believe is you with your cape on. That's Palpatine silhouette. Oh, that's Palpatine's. I thought that was
2: yours. No, we um, we actually traced the head off a of Palpatine action figure.
1: It's
0: you just got compared to Palpatine. That's pretty bad. Palpatine
2: was always one of my
1: favorite Sith. So look at. I take that, that as a compliment. I love
0: noah's logo it's great that's dope so you guys have been together and separate all at once for what about a year and a half just over your
2: january 22nd is our anniversary
0: sweet and about how many members do you guys have and are you meeting up right now in these this period of time obviously you are because that's what we're going to talk about tonight but give us oh yeah
2: so we did have a couple breaks because of the stay-at-home orders that were put in place so we didn't do anything during those periods of time but other than that we have i want to say five six members now compared to the three we started with we're even trying to expand outside of our current area
0: what do you, what do you guys do? Seven forms? Do you just kind of do your versions of whatever amount of forms? Like, how do you guys base your um your curriculum or your instruction or your your training? We'll say. Yeah.
2: So, typically, all of our new students are initiates. They are what we call our orange belts, and they'll they're they basically train in form one as a class. Once they've demonstrated proficiency in form one, they can move up to their red belt, which is acolyte rank, and they train with a black belt or lord in a chosen form of their, in a form of their choice, one-on-one, and that just depends on what instructors we have available.
0: Hey y'all, this is your main man, Foe. Just want to say thank you so much for listening to the Sabre Martial Arts Foundation podcast. I really hope you're enjoying today's show. I also just want to take a quick second to thank our sponsor and the official Sabersmith of SMAF, Key Sabers. If you're not familiar with Key Sabers, well, now's the time to get familiar. They offer two flagship combat-grade Sabers, the Persuader and the Slayer. The Persuader is a community favorite. It's been around for a while. Sits at about 11 inches in hilt length. The blade retention is about three and a half to four inches, which is just ridiculous and super balanced. And the newest Saber model would be the Slayer. Slayer is about 13 inches standard, but you can buy an extender for that to get it out to 16 inches if that's your thing. And really the main feature of every Keysaber is their all-in-one chassis system. The owner, Kyle, designed this chassis to fit the LED, the rechargeable battery, the switch, and if you buy one, the sound card into this really sleek 3D printed design. Just a couple inches long fits real snug into the bottom of your hilt and it won't be rattling around and breaking stuff inside your hilt while you're fighting which of course as a saber martial artist or just somebody who takes their saber fighting kind of seriously you're really going to appreciate that and with the switch on the bottom there's no greeblies on the outside of the hilt to like mess with your grip or cut into your palm or anything like that The best news is SMAF individual affiliates can talk to a board member or members of affiliate schools can talk to your head instructor and earn special pricing off the entire Keysabers lineup. Okay, enough babbling. Go to Keysabers.com, K-I-S-A-B-E-R-S.com, and add a real martial arts tool to your toolkit now. So you guys are dark side. You're about to go up in in our episode tonight we're going to we're going to watch you guys meeting up with the penguins now we've seen the, some of the penguins before in in our previous episode of the captain Archives. so tonight this will be interesting because we're not tr- too familiar with um CIS as as a group but we are somewhat familiar or anybody who's watched our content before is somewhat familiar with Noah so Um, let's, let's jump into the fighting and I don't think it's super long, but, uh, Nick, give us a, give us a five, four, three, two, one or something, but, um, I don't think it's super long, but we'll have, we'll have time to chat some more afterwards. And I think some things are going to come up as we watch. So Nick and Noah, you guys can kind of lead me and alan through what we're watching and then we'll chat as we go okay
1: uh so we are starting first with like a king of the hill slash one touch wonder warm-up uh I'm, I'm just gonna start the video and i'll talk while it goes uh five four three two one here we go uh right here uh one touch wonder is king of the hill basically if you win the point you stay up if you lose the point you go to the back of the line um it's just it's just a warm game with buffers not too much to talk about. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's a standard warm-up, but Noah,
3: anything to say about it? So it's yeah. King of the Hill. It's fun. And <laughs> other things, the coat goes by a bunch of different names, right? You mentioned King of the Hill. You call it One Touch Wonder. I call it Meat Grinder.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a it's a really great way of getting the blood pumping and kind of getting everyone to fight everyone because there's no guarantee in a two-hour session that if you have 10 people everyone's gonna fight everyone once so i really know oh, there's a random child um <laughs> i i like to have this as a start because you know that way you at least get at least a couple touches in with everyone and i think that's healthy for development you know um i i, I will say like I was I was very surprised starting out fighting. Like I did a lot of refing, but when I did do a couple touches, like fighting against uh, Harrison, who's this gentleman up right now, uh, and then the one behind him is Chris. I was very surprised with them, having not met them. I always kind of am like, "Yo, they're gonna they're gonna suck," but then they didn't suck.
2: <laughs> now, those guys are both red belts.
1: <laughs> uh, what are what are the ranks in your uh, in your in your school? Can you kind of explain that a little bit? So yeah,
2: orange belt is initiate for beginners. Red belt. Is Acolyte or Intermediate Lord is the advanced, which is Black Belt,
0: and then so how many of each do you have right now? I currently
2: have two orange belts, two red belts, and other than myself, one
1: Black Belt. Awesome,
3: it's all about the rule of two, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, um, yeah so yeah, the one so. the one black belt you do have casey she was not at this session unfortunately no but you um, fought her before yes yeah, so i have fought her twice before and she's excellent i and i also like her as a person i think she's just a great person um but harrison this gentleman with the orange armor he is a red belt which is the mid tier if i'm remembering correctly Correct. and then what is what is chris's rank the gentleman behind him
2: chris is also red belt he's training with casey
1: okay so you have like an apprentice system
2: Correct. So, red belts will train one on one with the black belt in a form of their choice.
1: Excellent. Uh, do you do you know what their their forms of choice are for both of them? Harrison
2: is currently training in makashi, and okay. I plan to teach him some form five later. Chris is training in form five, I believe.
1: Okay, gotcha, gotcha.
0: Yeah, yay, <laughs> Gemso. Well, what you seen that Gemso say? Yay. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh I I wanna ask you, um, are you guys counting target zones kind of the way um, that we would generally expect where everything's a target or do you have certain exclusions? So
1: for this specifically, uh when we use buffers at penguins, we actually don't allow head. Um, reason for that is boffers is what we use for everyone when they first start out until their first rank in penguins. And uh, we actually teach, we don't teach them to hit head until they have a saber and they have the helmet and they have the equipment to uh, to play because we want to give them that incentive. Um, so I kind of handicapped CIS a little bit by having the no head, especially against Lauren, our, uh, our girl there on the right-hand side, who's like five foot. She was getting hit in the head so much in one touch wonder. It was hilarious, both by my fighters and Noah's fighters. like it, No one discriminated. Like She was getting hit in the head a lot.
0: You can definitely see Noah's fencing background, um, which I wasn't really privy to watching him fight in a tournament because, like we said in the Spark Hives episode again, um, when, when you watch a tournament, there's so few points and so few opportunities to just try things. Whereas when you're watching an exercise like this or a drill or a game, you're just you're just kind of trying things on purpose and having fun with it. It doesn't really matter so much who gets the point and who doesn't. And so it's kind of interesting, like Noah, already just in the few times you've been up, I've gotten to see a whole different dimension to your fighting that I hadn't seen in three tournaments before. We'll to
2: see more later in my fight with Nick.
0: Okay, cool. Well, here we go. There's, there's one touch right there. Um, I love your.
1: I, sorry, I'm going to interject here. I actually just wanted to comment. No, on that go for last, it. Last like five spread of uh, things that you did. And actually, you're still up here. You're launching so well with your, uh, with your, uh, with your arm. You're throwing that arm out first, and as a fencer, I love to see that. I didn't get to see it as much on the other angle where I was refing, but on this angle, you can see it, and it's mwah, chef's kiss. I love it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I like that too. Leading with the tip of the of the blade is is really really good strategy in something like this where one touch really does make all the difference, right? Because you got to rotate yeah. out.
1: Ooh, Harrison with a little knee slide. There. <laughs> I think he actually
2: bumped into Chris too.
1: Yeah. What what? Uh, I'm I'm kind of curious. Do you teach the knee slide? Or is that something he just? That's just up?
2: something he does on his own because he's got those shin
1: guards.
0: Does he do that often? He does it every there now and then. There we go, yeah, two in a row. What's Yo, more power to you, but...
1: What's everyone's opinions on the knee slides? I'm just kind of curious. I want to gauge the room on this one. What is everyone's opinion?
0: More power to you. <laughs> no, my, not my knees, homeboy.
1: What about you, Alan? Does it work? That's uh, my opinion. It, does it work? I think it works <laughs> once out of the entire time he did it. And he's he did it a lot. He did it... I I would say six or seven times. You'll see in other fights too.
3: Yeah. So it's it's one of those things that you don't want to do a single move all the time. It's very predictable and very uh, uh, people will, will watch tape and they'll they'll study your technique and then they'll be like, all right, well, I know how to deal with that if he ever does it. You know what I mean.
0: But, Alan, don't you know that who you're teaching knows what they're doing better than you do when you're teaching <laughs> them? Don't you know that every student knows what to do better than the person who's showing them what I mean, to that's do?
3: that's why I love hitting him on top of the head. In the <laughs> <That's
0: right>. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it, It's funny that you say that, though, because I was thinking about this um, as I was listening to another tournament, not a SMAF school but another tournament. With the, uh, and, uh... With the Asian squad right now.
1: <laughs> uh, I was having, I've been having fun with him. Like I just th-
0: Yeah, what is that? You look like a frog. No, so
1: I just do a lot of things during One Touch Wonder because it's kind of my time to play around and just have like a bunch of fun. I was
0: just talking about that, right?
1: And it's just like, I will do whatever the heck... Po- whoa, what happened here? Oh. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa. Java, what are you doing? Oh, no.
0: Ooh. Okay, so... What was I saying? Oh, um, when you do the one thing over and over again in one of these tournaments, they were talking about how, oh, well, when it works, you just keep doing it over and over again. And I was like, hold on a second. (laughs) (laughs) But then here Alan is, who is one of the most successful tournament fighters out there who also gets to play around and somehow playing around works in Alan's favor more often than it doesn't. But uh (laughs) Here he is trying new things every time and it seems to work for him. Whereas the guy or gal who tries every time to do the same thrust or the same charging move, like you, those are the fights that you just like, you want to yawn. You're like, why am I watching
3: this? <laughs> okay. So if you do a variation of the same move, I'm a fan of it.
0: Sure. Right? Sure. Okay. Uh, I'm with you. I'm
3: okay with that. but. If you do something crazy and outlandish, chances are it'll work once because it's crazy and outlandish, right? So, great. Now the element of surprise is gone.
0: It also brings to question, and the knee slide in particular, to me, it's interesting because, like, it's you could say, that it is martially sound in many ways, um but it's an interesting move that if you do try it over and over again, obviously you are gonna get smacked in the face a bunch, but you feel good when it goes like, when
3: it actually works I was <laughs> gonna
0: say when it does work you you want that taste of success again, right, so you might at at your own folly start doing yeah. something reckless yeah. now. Whereas once or twice, like like you were saying, you can kind of like you can kind of like pepper stuff into your fighting for a a laugh and b just just to see once in a while what kind of wacky crap you can get away with. I
3: mean, you're getting out of my
0: playbook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've been watching you fight for a long time now, uh, so <laughs> the, it it's just. I see. I see. Sometimes, like people rush in like a bull and just stab, and that's like their their move. And they're like, "Oh, that's, <laughs> that's my move." Their
1: move. Oh my god, ugh, that sentence makes me cringe.
0: I I don't like it when people say that's my move either. I feel like you're you're just pigeonholing yourself to suck. Like when you say that's my move, you just told everybody in the room, like, "That's his move." There you go. <laughs> Want to know how to beat him? Right. <laughs> he just told you. Right.
3: You know how to beat me? Just get me drunk the night before. You know, make sure I, I, I ate at a buffet. Uh, you know, make sure I'm bloated that the day of the tournament. That's how you beat me. It's, it's,
0: take take Alan to Vegas. He will beat me. Yeah, no. that's uh,
3: literally how it goes. <laughs> get, me, get me the buffet of buffets. You know, I'll go to a different buffet every couple hours, and the next day I'll just be trash. I'll, oh man! Don't even have to give me any alcohol. I'll just be like, uh, buffet food. But,
0: but did you have fun? Uh, oh yeah, that was, that's fun. the whole
3: point. I had a, I had a whole experience uh, when I went to uh, one of the t- uh, one of the combat cons up there. Um, it was really fun for me, but at the same time, it was I I I, I wish I would have brought uh more to the table when i was fighting because i was just like <laughs> block hit hit block
0: <laughs> Ooh, no a nice strike on that Yeah, you know, i really enjoy watching Ooh. noah
3: switch styles uh w- when he's fighting it's very cool
0: i'm telling you i'm discovering some things that i i, I don't want to say i'm surprised because that sounds like i'm like i'm a total butthead <laughs> but i i just I just don't know Noah as well as like Nick does and even Alan because Alan you've met him in person quite a few times, and it's just interesting all always for me as the as the martial arts nerd to just like to see people kind of progress through their skills yeah. you know. Like to put their skills on display in different ways, like you said, switching fighting styles or even just like when you say I took fencing and I can see just there how you took fencing. Like it's so cool. It's so cool to me and I get such a new level of um, respect and um, I want to see more. Right.
3: Well, what what i like to see about this, like we just saw, uh, I think she ran the line, right? Did she, did she beat everybody? she might have she does that sometimes yeah but she she's using a thrust but she's giving variations on how she's delivering it
0: uh, yeah yep. just just as you said the word variation she just did a switch with her wrist to yeah. get the you pass.
1: ever teach a, you ever teach someone a move and like for some reason that move is like the one thing that like clicks with them the most out of everything you've ever taught them that's what Lauren has done with the uh, with the flesh from fencing she's just like oh I like this I'm gonna just take this now and just do all these minor changes and it's
0: explain that term so a
1: flesh in fencing is basically extending your arm for a thrust and then uh, in a in a in a, in a Safeway, run at your opponent uh, in one big explosive movement. Uh, it's a very common technique used in epee and foil fencing, um, mostly used by more taller fencers because people don't expect taller fencers to, you know, explode out like that. Um, that being said...
0: She just bopped him in the eye. Good Good strike. <laughs>
1: but yeah and uh lauren who is our smallest fencer or i'm sorry fighter um she is she just took the flesh and she's like cool i'm gonna just use this now and it's now mine forever yeah that's
3: yeah
0: i could never get (laughs) that move to work for me (laughs) just there i watched and and he's still kind of in it you can see noah's switched up a little bit more to like a filipino style oh yeah Noah, I'm discovering stuff, man. I love it. He looks
1: like a completely different person from IGC, right?
0: Oh, IGC yeah, absolutely. Was my first yeah. math tournament, never even fought with a heavy grade before, and look where I am now. It was our first math tournament too, technically.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things. Uh, when, when we when especially when you talk you talked about this before, right? Between the weight and feel of a padded weapon versus a uh uh polycarbonate bladed weapon right it has a different weight has a different feel has a different action whenever you swing it so like right now you guys are doing one touch wonder with uh with padded weaponry which is fun because you you don't have to have as much equipment right yep however uh a lot of this I want to say eighty eighty to ninety percent of the same movements apply, right? But there are certain changes that ha- that have to happen depending on the uh, circumference of your blade, the length of your blade, the feel of your hilt, how long the hilt is, right? So usually, padded weaponry is all the same. Everybody has the same weapon, right? So yeah, even pad- playing field.
0: Yeah. Or minor variations, right. like two to three inch variations. Right,
3: right. So that's it, it creates a different experience. Uh, but the, the beauty about of actually, you know, taking sabers and doing martial arts with sabers is the fact that it could be any type of weapon, right? So we saw, we saw the fact that we could do, you know, uh, like a Filipino style. We could do fencing. We could do all sorts of things. So it literally is sword play MMA, right? So the mixed martial arts of sword play, all weapon. Right. And it's beautiful to see like the, the pad weapons being used. But at the same time, that's kind of what you want to see in lightsabers as well. I think that it's a much better, uh, I guess, translation than let's say a shinai would be if you were trying to learn um, European longsword or, or anything like that. Even though they make wooden weapons for that too.
0: Wooden weapons are, are a great tool too. And even as simple as an extra long arnis style rattan stick, um, like at our dojo, we went through a ton of polycarbonate lightsaber hilts, while well, aluminum lightsaber hilts. We just went through a ton. They just they're trash now. Um, and we went through them too quickly to be replaced. In a timely fashion. So we had to get real creative. And Rattan. I mean I just took a miter saw. To a 7 foot Rattan staff. And we made some really responsive. High quality. And honestly pretty safe. um, Training weapons with them. And if you have a good imagination. You can put your hands. About 11 to 13 inches apart. And give yourself a really good lightsaber uh, proxy. But um, yeah, I I think lightsaber lends itself to these padded weapons really well, more so than most other sword styles. Even the katanas that they're based off of, like these, they're more meant for lightsaber in my opinion. Well, it's
1: that 360 degree cutting edge, man. A katana only has one cutting edge.
0: Yeah. And I think the cores of these are... Completely circular, they may be a little bit of void, but I think overall they're circular, and uh that plays a large part in the integrity of being able to hit with the side or the spine right
3: it's it's a thing so uh this is the warm up right this
1: is yeah this is a warm up it's like a fifteen twenty minute warm up uh
0: Oh, I thought this was like a cooldown. I'm gonna this is the warm up
1: The cooldown is like the cooldown is uh we do have like a couple of fights for cooldown. Those are all like ten minute like smatterings at the end.
0: There's some good fighting in this warm up people are warmed up yeah
3: the the that's what I was gonna ask
0: oh man, there he goes again. Natar is that Joe. number three
3: <laughs> i''m gonna, I'm gonna say
0: what's his actual name Harrison. Harrison? I'm not hating Harrison. You got a dope name as a matter of fact.
3: I respect anybody that wants to go first at another person's lightsaber. Bro, I'm oh. saying
0: if it works for you, go for it. Okay, so now we got a fight. This is Richard versus Harrison. Yep, this is
1: Richard versus Harrison, and I'm actually gonna I'm gonna set the stage a little bit here. So uh, I think I think in order for us to kind of move forward a little bit, Noah, you should explain what your rule set is because we use Noah's rule set. Oh, excellent! I was about okay. to ask
3: that. So, so our
2: rule set That's is. Nice. I've tried to keep it similar to pretty much everyone else's so one hit one point. Heavy grades pretty much anything goes stabbing to the throat is illegal. And the unique touch with our format is if you land a hit that was initiated after you were already hit yourself, you lose a point.
3: Nice.
0: Oh, so the after blow goes against if you. it's too late. Yeah, it, yeah. If it's not like a split. Yeah, second.
2: we we wrote these rules to filter out certain fires we didn't like. So yeah, prez, I like that
1: rule. Yeah, which is honestly, I really like the rule. I was worried I was going to have to like um, be really strict with that rule, but we didn't have a single negative point given.
0: Good judges would give you the benefit of the doubt on your timing. You know what I mean? But uh, it would weed out a bunch of those, like, rude people, we'll say.
2: Exactly. That was the idea behind it.
0: Noah, you, now that I think about it, you actually told me about this, and I said the same thing in, in our chat yeah. about this. But it's it'll be interesting to see if it comes up in a whole bunch or not. So, all right, Nick, I'm going to put you back in the captain's chair on this. Uh,
1: yeah, so um, we're using Noah's rule set. The other thing uh, that's different from Penguin's regular rule set is Hilt is target. Uh, but it needs to be
0: a- – Penguin's got to change that rule. I'm on record right now. <laughs> you
1: guys w- – yes.
0: Penguin's got to change that yes, rule, And dog. honestly,
1: after the past weekend, like none of my people even cared that Hilt was target. They were all just like, all right, cool, whatever. Like not a big deal. So, I'll agree on
0: that why today. should they care? It's a lightsaber. Yeah. If it touches your hilt, your hilt is One trash. thing
1: I liked is the distinction Noah made for hilt shots. Um, he, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Noah, but if I remember correctly, if it's like a, you slide down the blade and then hit the emitter, that's not a hilt shot, but if it comes in perpendicular to the hilt, and lands on the hill that would be a correct hilt shot
3: exactly i do like that, that
1: distinction really helped kind of convert me more to the side of the hill i really like that distinction
2: yeah we, we're, i was trying to make a compromise between counting the <laughs> hilt and not counting it
0: get converted bro yeah. uh no that's a that's a really good strategy because i think that in lore the lightsabers are supposed to attract at a point of contact more so than like a, like a real world sword, which would attract on the edge, but slide and be less friction or like have a lot less friction on the, on the flat. So I like that because a lot of times with polycarbonate weapons, that does happen. They stick a little bit, but they do slide and it just gives you the ability to, you can work with some sensitive Makashi touch type stuff, but at the same time you can't just like flick down the blade and hit somebody because that's kind of cheating in lightsaber.
2: Again, this is this is to filter those out. I didn't want any of that. I wanted to see like some I wanted to see high quality attacks.
0: It's one of the only things that could be considered like like truly cheating in lightsaber in my opinion would be sliding down the blade to hit the to hit the hilt.
2: I always hated that. Oh, yeah. So it's annoying, nobody likes it. So I neutralized it right there.
0: It just takes away from getting a good fun, entertaining fight. In my opinion, it's just like, what, what are we here for to just play finger taps? Yeah. Exactly. Or are we here to like do some, do some fun martial arts?
1: Okay. So the other, the other distinction, so we're using Noah's rule set, but we're also using a versus format where it's literally penguins versus CIS. So it's a team of three penguins versus a team of three CIS. Um, the overall point value that we need to make that one of these teams needs to make is 45 they're going to go into intervals of five points so this match will be to five and then the next match is going to pick up where they left off so if the score is cis five penguin zero uh they then now have to reach 10 in the next match
0: right so it's a cumulative match for match five points per that's going to be fun to watch
1: the important part that I told Noah, because I think this is Noah's first time going through team sparring like this,
0: Yeah,
1: is uh, I told him, like, who does he want to put pressure on? Because uh, that needs to be his anchor uh, to really kind of force them into a, uh, a corner. You
0: mean from an instructor's perspective? It, exactly.
1: Because everything personally, personally, I see everything we do, whether it's sparring, whether it's a game, it needs to have a purpose and we need to have some form of training involved in it.
0: 100%. Say it again for the people in the back, Nick.
1: Yeah, everything we as instructors should be doing is helping our students. And this is this is one of my many, many ways of being like, oh, we're just going to have a fun little game. But in reality, you guys are being tested.
0: 100%. I'm so glad you said that. You give me hope for the next generation, Nick.
1: I got you, fam. Uh, so, uh, so I asked Noah uh, who he wanted as anchor. And his response was. Was. I
2: think I volunteered to do it myself.
1: And then and I literally me- shot you down.
2: Yes, <laughs>
1: <laughs> because I then explained, "I'm like, no, 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 no. Who do you want to put pressure on that's not already at your level?" Uh, and I asked when you him put it, it that way, yes, and I picked Harrison. And why did you want Harrison to feel the pressure?
2: I want to see, you know, how he'd respond to being having the pressure put on him because he's working on his black belt now, and you know, this is a good way to check his progress
1: excellent okay well let's let's start so right now we have richard on the left uh harrison on the right if we want to replay these all these are all pretty short so if you want to replay anything let me know
0: sounds great i'm excited gonna be dope
1: got some heavy grades harrison doing a little bit of bouncy stuff he looks like a reminds me a little bit of as long as i've known him
0: oh we got a form four strike from ricardo over there
1: (laughs) uh yes ricardo his new name Ooh, hits the head again. again. That is Richard, it is right? Richard, yeah, I like that. We have a Ricardo as well. So I, for a second, I was like, wait, this isn't Ricardo. And I'm like, oh, wait, Richard. Ricardo. That was
0: a nice counter. And and again, he scored with that. I would call that a six strike, but he scored with that six strike a couple times.
1: Careful. Harrison looking a little jumpy.
0: Harrison there with the Michael Jackson feet.
1: Yeah. Was Harrison nervous, Noah? One, isn't he? <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, Harrison, if you're listening. So is he? He's he naturally nervous because looking at this again for now the third time, I'm kind of like, yo, he looks nervous. Yeah,
2: he does have moments like that. So I wouldn't be surprised if he was.
3: Hey,
0: we all get there time and again. So
3: is it? Is it nervousness? Is it anxiety? Or is it? Oh, look at Nick calling himself out. Oh yeah, absolutely. Incorrect. It's... An arm shot from right misses. Yep. yep. But yeah. Uh,
0: that's why I like Nick. I hate him. I hate his guts, but
2: I love him.
1: I hate me too. That's why I correct myself all I the mean, time. you'll see it
2: one way in full speed, but then when you slow it down and watch it again, you'll see something totally different. Oh,
1: yeah.
3: yeah, that's why we like doing these is like, oh, yeah, well, look at that. In the, this is what I...
0: So, Noah, is Harrison form four? Because just from an outside perspective, that's what he looks like to Officially, me. Officially, he's
2: training in form two right now, but yeah, he does throw his own twist into place.
0: If you do some math, you can, you can use your Form 2 to get you to Form 4 pretty quickly.
2: Absolutely. Form 4 is my personal favorite, so, you know, if he, and I could very well show him some of that, too, but
1: as of yet, I haven't.
0: Penguins took the first five points yep. here. Now
1: we have Jason on the right, Chris on the left. Uh, what can you tell us about Chris, Noah?
2: Um, I believe when Chris was in college in Arizona, he was part of some lightsaber combat club.
3: Nice. Okay.
2: They didn't do a lot of tournaments or anything, but
3: no, they did not. He's used to fighting
2: without safety gear.
3: Yeah, it's a thing. Josh, uh, how long has he been with I you? Know exactly who you're talking about and who they're with.
2: You do? <laughs> I well, well, I figured
3: because I'm the you because Sabreborg, right? So
2: anything to do with lightsabers in the state of Arizona, you're involved with.
3: <laughs> Usually, yeah, or somebody somebody's pointing a finger at me.
2: <laughs> oh, wait, that's worse but yeah um, i understand or, he was part of that
3: or better right but yeah, you know it's uh if it has uh, something to do with lightsabers i've probably you know been around there uh the, the, the beauty of of uh, my little state is everything's generally in the right place we oh. the, are all in the one place it, it, it's within like 30 45 minutes for for a drive for us because of the uh, highways uh but then there's, there's like, little satellites and offshoots everywhere. So, like, Havasu is one. Kingman has a couple of guys. Tucson has a couple of guys. So you can make a day trip out of it. And, and, and
2: oh, wow. Okay.
3: It's not like like California where, you know, six to ten people meet every week. It's always like, eh, you know, we're in college. We're, we're just going to hang out. Oh. <laughs> you know how, how it is. I think the only, uh, like – combat club that deals with lightsabers is is us whereas most other places do lightsaber games yeah that sounds like
2: mostly what they were doing
3: yeah and there's also lightsaber performance uh stuff choreography uh which is is pretty pretty good i mean these guys are are really decent but they're not into it for for the martial arts right they're their reason is this is where they hang out. This is their this is their fun time. This is where they hang out with their friends. This is their poker night, right?
0: Every nerd needs their D and D den. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah.
3: <sighs> Chris, you
0: make me sad. So Nick, are you the only judge?
1: Yeah. So it's, uh...
0: I don't I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just wondering if you're getting any other calls or if you're the only one making. So calls.
1: thankfully, uh. My group is extremely honorable, and I know. And then Noah's group was actually amazingly honorable, too. So everyone's kind of chipping in when they do watch a point, but mostly I am the only judge.
2: I'll say Nick's the only one currently outside of CIS that I trust to
0: judge my format right now.
1: Oh my God. Thank you, I Amita. Mean, oh, <laughs> I'm blushing.
0: Yo, Do not give Nick much more fuel.
1: Nice. Name oh, description. Name description. Well done, <laughs> Nick. That was an incorrect call, by the way. <laughs> it should have been uh, the other way, whatever the original way. That's my bad.
0: Nick, I saw another word I need you to explain. Oh, dude, I love a disarm. Thank you for letting, uh, thank you for following that up with a head strike. I hate it when people disarm and then they get all Saraisu about <laughs> That it. was supposed yeah. to be a beat attack, oh, so. Yeah, going to hit you. Man. I would say your
1: beat attack succeeded because you disarmed her. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even expect that to happen.
0: What is a remise? I saw that word on oh, the screen. Oh,
1: yes. So a remise uh, in fencing, I don't know if there's other terms for it, but I do know in fencing it's called a remise. Um when you attack and your first intention attack misses, uh like falls short or something and then you keep your blade out and your opponent either runs into it or you kind of navigate it after the strike is done to then hit them, we call that a remise in fencing. Uh in in the and I don't know if there's other terms for it, but that's what I no, it has.
3: so question what language is that word
1: as far as i'm aware it's french
2: yeah so i can agree
1: that yeah.
3: it
2: sounds super funny like
1: it sounds french it sounds like someone's holding a glass of red wine and they have a pencil mustache and
0: yeah you know, like it's le <laughs> it's,
1: you know no <laughs> sense if you're french Monsieur, but...
0: you, your is is <laughs> très bad Okay, that's like the worst French accent ever. I am so sorry, French people. <laughs> French Canadians, I'm only sorry if your name is Patrice Bergeron. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Let's talk about how how it's tied now, 15 to 14 now, because the Penguins just got a point, but...
0: No I was going to say, that's a good time check for anybody that's watching too, because Nick, we, we were, re- uh, we didn't mention this, but I'll put a little insert at the beginning. We're going to include the link for this yes. playlist. I'm hoping yeah, I'm gonna publicize so it that, that everybody who's listening can watch as well. I don't think it's totally necessary that you watch, but it's definitely adds, a, adds a fun layer to, to the show. Um, so yeah, CIS 14 penguins 15, Chris and Richard is our time check.
3: Yeah. Right now. So, uh, uh, you can at least see what we're yelling about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: So Richard's gotten a lot better too. Now has he really?
3: I can't
1: tell because I see him all the time.
0: I think so. I think I he's agree. like his fight IQ has has improved.
1: He is. Uh, he's probably my number. Uh, I feel like the if you, excluding me, our top three fighters is always changing. I think right now I would give him the slate of number one in the group uh he's he's really good he's also my second instructor he's uh he's been taking it upon himself to teach um form five to uh to uh jason who's another gentleman fighting in this fight and uh, anthony uh and he's he's just <laughs> killing it man killing it like he's he's done such an amazing job
0: nick i like that, that buffering, buffering. <laughs> dude
1: reffing is hard all right like i like it's a lot of work <laughs>
0: Refing is a lot of work. We we're gonna do an episode or several that are all about the trials and tribulations of, of refing. It's it's an important topic. And if you're somebody who's trying to start your own school or maybe you're getting involved in tournaments and stuff as an individual fighter, an independent saberist, if you will. <laughs> uh if you are somebody like that, then you know, it would behoove you to ref tournament footage like this like if you're listening and watching right now go ahead and ref alongside nick like see if your calls match what he calls there's absolutely zero harm in disagreeing but also those moments where you agree nick is a very experienced judge so you're going to be right most of the time if you agree with him most of the time you know what i'm saying Um, and it's really good practice for the saberist to watch and judge saber stuff. So, and not just saber stuff, all kinds of stuff. Go watch like a taekwondo match from the Olympics or something. Oh, yeah,
1: I paused a little bit there. We're at 2016, Lauren versus Harrison. Just, just so we can kind of get everyone up here.
0: It's not super important that everybody's all synced up, but you know, they should be somewhat around where we are.
3: So. Part of this uh, I'm really enjoying. You no, know, is all all of your students seem to, uh, they seem to go when when the starter pistol goes off. As soon as it's fight, there's there's not a lot of just kind of, you know, sizing up their opponent. They're they're in there. yeah. There's
0: some hunger. Yeah,
3: they, they, they go in there and they 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 execute whatever move they're trying to execute.
2: Something is, I haven't know. noticed.
1: Yes. You know. I don't think I notice it consciously, but they do fit right in, and that—that's probably why they're just going right off the line, aren't they? Look at that.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh my God, Alan, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's something to be proud of, right there. Hell yeah, keep teaching them that.
3: So it's It's great. It may
2: have to do because Casey and I both have a background in saber fencing, so Mm, it may have taken its roots in that.
3: Yeah. Well, it's it's a thing, right? You can always tell uh, if somebody's comfortable fighting right
0: yes yes we saw that in the last episode when jason and mike moriarty were fighting and um i guess it won't be the last episode now but it was a few episodes ago um jason and mike moriarty were fighting and and moriarty was this was really his first time in any sort of combative setting you could tell homie had some homie had some anxiety
3: yeah, it, it's it's something you can't really teach. Somebody has to want to do that. Um, it's something someone can evolve, uh, uh, you know, and they, they can learn how to do it. But it's it's something that you, that just if you're not willing to pick up the lightsaber and swing it at somebody and have somebody swing it at you, you can't really teach that, right? You have you have to get into into that. Ref lost track of the score already. <laughs> yeah i uh i, I get
1: I, it was like 26 to 20 is what i said but it was actually 26 to 22 so it, it's been fixed It <laughs> only happened once usually it happens a lot more in this type of in this like type of matchup
3: thing sure so again to uh, the goal is to get to the 45
1: yes goal is to get to 45 first team to 45 okay yeah and there's a total of nine matches
0: how did you come up with the number 45?
1: Uh, this is something we actually do in fencing. Uh, it's it's a very – there's actually – they call it a team event. Uh, this is something we we do in fencing, and it's uh, – I don't know. It's just something I took. I literally just copy and pasted from fencing. That's yeah. it.
0: So, Noah, had you ever – you said this was your first time doing a team event like this? Yes. How did you like it? Be honest. Don't mince words. Make Nick feel as small as a gnome. I actually liked fighting, it kid. It was damn it, Noah <laughs> can't depend on anybody' As new was interesting. I think my fighters liked it too. That's good to hear. I think I'm gonna try it with uh with the kids with um like we were doing leg kicks tonight that this would be a fun format for like little kids versus big kids leg kicks, kind of a thing, you know what I mean. Because you don't need to be super big to just kick somebody in the leg.
1: Yeah, there's a uh,
0: thing to reach.
1: I have a form for it. So if you need the form, I literally I can share that document with you guys. That way you can just like edit it on your phone or whatever. It's super
3: easy to do. That way you have no one fighting twice in a row either. I would uh, send that to our uh, instructor thing. No, I I was going to say I would send it to our um, private group queen of. Uh, technical know how.
0: Oh, yes. The mistress of Ceresu.
3: She should probably, I don't know, put it on our website. Oh, uh,
0: you know?
1: <laughs> maybe it's because I've just been, maybe because my circadian rhythm's off or whatever, but yeah, I had a bunch of things I can send to her that she could put on the website, like pool sheets, team event. Oh. <laughs>
0: This is a perfect time, Penguins33CIS25, to say go to sabermartialarts.life <laughs> and fill out an application if you have not yet. Uh, welcome to a couple new affiliates in the last couple months here, and uh, please, please join us. Oh, also, if you are around any of the schools, becoming part of a school automatically affiliates you. So, um, you know, CIS people penguins, people, make sure you guys jump into the private Facebook group, have some chats with us. And the other thing is, you know, we're discovering that a lot of you guys, um, you guys being affiliates have like a lot more to say about these fights and things than you're letting on. So if you have any desire to be on this show, um obviously we can't do everybody all the time but let us know like we're pretty approachable and if you have like things to say we want to generally hear what they are and send
1: us your fight videos please we like to watch fighting i was gonna
0: say if you've got fight videos like i don't even care if you've already broadcast them on your channels like jump on the show with us and let us talk at you and see if we agree and disagree on the same things
3: Let me ask, let me ask Noah really quick. So you're, you're here. uh, You're more than 10 points behind your team is more than 10 points behind. What's going through your head right now as you're, as you're fighting uh, Richard here. Trying to find
2: his openings at this point, honestly, you know, I realize he's got the reach on me. So I've determined, you know, I tried the last few points to try to outspeed him. That didn't work either. So, I think at that point I was just trying to pair repost everything.
0: You switched a little bit into form one there for a second too, it looked like.
2: Yeah. I've I did try there was a lot I tried to throw it in, I think. quickly. Yeah,
0: so were you concerned about the overall score at all yet, or were you just thinking about the fight at hand? That's a good
2: question. Probably just thinking about the fight at hand. I that was not my best,
0: admittedly. Well, you know, it happens.
1: Well, yeah. Richard Richard's a tough fight man he's like you'll see later like I he kind of just raffle stomped me in our fight that day yeah like, I haven't oof.
2: I haven't fought Richard very much
1: yeah, he he worked really bad. hard in that one yeah oh this is so oh. this is uh, so I don't know I don't know I'll you can say as much as you want here's what I'll say about this this is this was a fight <laughs> that's all I'll say
0: Harrison's mock trial these guys are animated
1: Yes, uh, Jason is our former professional MMA guy. He used to fight in a uh, Thailand, Thailand or Taiwan on the professional level. So he's Mister like he will just punch you in the he's as many fight. times as he can.
0: No, but if you if you look, he's got a ton of control. And I was actually like, uh, this sounds hilarious, but I was looking at his calves.
1: They're beautiful, aren't they? Oh,
0: they're. They're definitely the type of calves of somebody who's got some martial arts experience, but I'm also looking at his blade control and I was watching earlier and I thought, man, he looks a little bit like Sloan from SDS in the, in his fighting style, but the, uh, what's his name? Harrison. He's got like a, uh, this is a compliment, a very gangly fighting style. And it's like, it's like dangerously gangly. Like I would not, I would feel like if I was fighting him, like I'd be defending myself.
1: So you're, I I feel like you're saying gangly. I'm going to say what Harrison himself said uh, later that night. He self-describes it as a twitchy uh, fighting style. (laughs) We can all see that. And I, I mean, Noah actually had a very good point about it that night. He said like, Hey, it's only going to work, you know, for so long.
0: Well, Noah, do you try and key into those types of things um, and work with it if you can? Or do you try and change some of the things that you don't necessarily think um, you would like to? Like, don't, I don't want to make it sound like this, but do you try to make it more like what you think is a good idea for them? Or do you try and work with what they're doing already and make it kind of fit with what you want?
2: You know, I could say it's a bit of both. I do tailor, especially with at the rank of red belt, I do always try to tailor their training to each student.
0: That's the middle one, right? That's the one where Correct. they kind of become their own martial artist. Correct.
2: And in Harrison's case, I'd been watching him fight for a while, and I noticed he had reach but didn't fully utilize it. So I did work with him quite a bit on that already showing him the basis form too, he already became harder to hit
0: okay
3: so i'm noticing really- int- uh, interestingly he is fighting uh two hands, but when he when he's really committing it's always one handed right
2: he does switch up he still does deliver a lot of wide swings
3: mm-hmm. which is great you know you want you want to have you know a little bit of a, a little bit of narrowing of that eventually, you know, you to not telegraph, but sometimes that, that telegraph can, can turn into other things later. Right. right. So it's, it's, a something that, like you said, you have to tailor it to your student. So when you're, when they're fighting, like I'm watching this and there's, I, and I'm, I, I assume you, you've seen it, seen it too, because otherwise he wouldn't be a red belt, but there's so much potential in his instinct, right? Right.
0: You know, well he's getting the score up for you guys now you guys are not nearly as far behind as you were before right. well
3: it's this is this is um I don't know if uh Nick or Noah has seen it but have you guys seen Rob Roy uh does not ring a bell okay
2: yeah the name sounds familiar but I am not quite sure
3: so uh it's it's Liam Neeson everybody loves Liam Neeson Oh. Uh, and, and Tim Roth, right? Tim Roth uh is a duelist, so he fights uh with a rapier. And uh Liam Neeson plays Rob Roy McGregor, so he fights with a claymore. Interesting. And uh,
0: I thought he fought with a backsword like a Scottish Broadsword. Yeah,
3: I I thought it was a claymore because it's Liam Neeson and you know anything.
0: Maybe okay, okay, continue because maybe yeah, I'm, but maybe anyway, I am thinking he, of a different it, part. It might
3: it might have been a basket hill slur. I'm not sure. But it, it was one of those things where it was like the little guy was just peppering him out attacking him over and over again and he was you know, that that was a thing, but Rob Roy only had to hit him once. Right? It is mm-hmm. the literal uh, you know David versus Goliath kind of kind of thing. But watching this, there's a lot of movement on one side and the other side is just really sticking to uh, kind of like a Shicho base trying to just block and respond right uh, And I think that Harrison if he if he go if he can count to four, I think he'll hit more people. If he has a four, Com- a four-hit combo every time he comes in, instead of just a two-hit or maybe a three-hit combo.
0: I was gonna make note of that. I was I was timing his combos.
3: Yeah. No, that, that was that was my my note is that like he 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 goes for the one or or the two hit.
0: Yeah, lots of two-hit combos, which is a good thing. A lot of people don't do any combos, especially when they're like, "Oh, I'm just a beginner." Yeah, but you gotta start stringing stuff together and and figuring it out this is a good fight
3: yeah this is good i mean that's that was my my one note on on this because there's like i said there's so much potential on uh, Mm -hmm. on that and then on the other side it's just kind of a little bit more um uh there's seems to be too much control right there harrison
2: really worked hard on this one
3: yeah yeah he kind of he had to take a couple breaks.
1: Granted, uh, collapse at the end. He did. Oh, I have that in here. It's beautiful. Chris and Jason <laughs> had to help him pull
2: his armor off.
1: Which, by go. the way, thank you, Noah, because my SD card ran out of space. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank God he had another camera running.
0: So is this the is this game point here?
1: Uh, I don't. Maybe I don't know why I might think. Uh, no, we're still a bit.
0: Of, we're still about a minute away. They've got tons of exchanges yeah. here. Oh yeah. And penguins are one point away from winning. CIS are now only five points below penguins. Looks like four. I believe Jason's got a suba on there too. Yeah.
1: Oh, well, I gave him two points. Whoopsies. <laughs> yes, Jason had a suba. He's he's uh, he's he got a new saber that has a suba, and he's been trying it out. What the heck? What is this with my freaking score card?
0: Is it a key saber slayer? It should. Be. I don't
1: know what it is actually.
2: It looks like a China saber
0: we won't we won't hold that Suba against him,
1: we're just gonna ignore the fact that my scoreboard is like way off. I'm
0: sorry, we will, but we won't. He fights well though they both do. It's been very interesting to watch this sort of form two slash four sort of sort of spazzy form, but not spazzy in a bad way, spazzy in a very controlled martial way, but then. On the Penguin side, you've got like pretty much the essence of control with the Shish- with the Shicho right. base here. It's been Woo. a very interesting fight. So Penguins take it by four points here, 45 to 41.
1: Yep, Harrison did a great climb up, though. That's difficult. but And Harrison ran himself exhausted. That poor, poor man. Yeah. Like, he was exhausted by the end of it.
0: So now we have Richard versus Nick. Nick, is this the one where you said he turns you over and hits you with the Pampers?
1: Oh, dude, I got great. I mean like i just got destroyed i hit myself right there like it was just not my day man like you just it's one of those days
0: so noah i have a question for you when you're sparring with um students for the first time like let's say you have a student who maybe they've come to a couple of your classes or whatever but it's their first time sparring sparring what do you um what's it kind of like for you or what's kind of like for them
2: I know for me I'll usually just you know go back and forth through a few different things just to see where they're at, feel them out, see what their strengths are, what they could improve on, sure. And then afterwards I'll give them my feedback
0: from there. How is it um when you guys do interact with other groups, like obviously, you know, Nick's group decently well at this point, what is it like for you guys when you do interact with other groups? Because the whole idea, like you said earlier, was that you kind of wanted to play with other people and, you know, your proverbial saber dad or saber mom was saying, no, you can't go play with other people. (laughs) So, um, you know, how how do you balance loyalty to the independent group but um, allowing people to explore as well?
2: You know, another reason when people from my old group ask, you know, why I started CIS, I'll say it was to expand the catalog of Sabre groups in LA because before I started CIS... The only reason I stayed with that old group for so long was because they were the only one around. So someone had to take the initiative to start another one.
0: Yeah. We're not going to mention who it is, no. but I think that this particular group, um, a lot of people join because it's the only one yeah, around. I- um, or they think it's the only one around. And here's the thing I'm I'm here to tell you right now. Get in contact with us. You don't have to be limited to one choice and noah do you still interact with their tournaments and stuff do you still go to those tournaments not really
2: as much as they keep trying to push them on me (laughs) it gets funnier because they're trying to treat me like i'm still that my group is just another branch of theirs Yeah, annoyingly enough i don't even think they know
0: what we're doing people forget People forget we're playing toys here. We're playing toys. Like yes, we are treating it like a real martial art, but we're playing toys. Nerd sticks. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, those people who get way too, way too stressed out about like Minecraft or <laughs> Fortnite or something. <laughs> oh, and you're like, bro, like it's a video game. Sorry,
3: I can't make it. I got a raid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now that I understand. I can't I do understand that. Uh I will say when it was Terrantach time and KOTOR, like you're not getting me away from the screen until that <laughs> thing is slayed. But uh <laughs> sorry. Uh
3: no, that's all good. I, I think that uh just the virtue of, of us being here in this uh, Zoom room uh, means that you're in a good place and um uh attract of attracting more people. And, uh, you know, in in a safer environment and a more welcoming environment.
0: I'll tell you right now, just watching this footage, like it's very clear to anybody listening who maybe isn't watching. It's very clear to me that if you were to go hang out with the CIS crew and try and learn some saber martial arts, that you would you would get something good out of that. I don't think uh, that would be a waste of your time.
2: You know, I wanted CIS to have more camaraderie to it because my old group didn't. And I saw that in penguins and SD sabers. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And that's, I need, I knew I had to bring something like that to LA.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, you benefited directly from the SD sabers, uh, welcoming hospitality. Uh, when we met you at IGC, you were just kind of sitting there at the table and I was like, Who's this guy? He's not SD Sabres. <laughs> but, but I mean, just the way that you and everybody else just kind of jumped right in and said, Hey, here, here we are. And we're all doing this thing together. It doesn't matter who or what you represent. Um, you know, it's about representing whatever you believe in at the highest of your ability. And you're just expressing it through this nerd stick. Absolutely.
3: Yeah, I mean the the uh the beauty of the lightsaber is that it is a weapon, but it's also a conduit, right? It's a conduit to, you know, the things that we love. I I keep on telling people that, you know, if I hand it to a five year uh a lightsaber to a five year old, they're a five year old. But if I hand it to a forty five year old, they're a five year old. Mm-hmm it's 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 one of those things that that, that kind of just brings everybody together and i'm watching your videos I'm watching you guys fight i can't help even though that you guys are are wearing masks there's smiles right it's not there's no uh there's nobody there going there's no fear at this dojo you know oh <laughs> it's it's it is uh There is room for competition, but there's but in the end, it literally says on the screen, fun fight. Oh yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, we're watching is this Noah, is this you again versus uh Jason from Penguins. This is this is a fun fight. Yeah. And you're watching Jason take up a different fighting style now too, more form two.
2: It was tough, but it was so much fun.
0: Yeah, you guys look like you're having a blast, like Alan's saying. Like, you can see behind the fencing mask that there's grins on both of your faces from ear to ear.
3: It's one of those times where, uh, at least I found myself doing this plenty of times, where I look down at my watch and I'm like, ah, man, i got to be an adult now. (laughs) (laughs) We've been fighting for four hours, and uh, now we've got to go home. Or, you know, I'm I'm hungry. You guys hungry? Yeah, let's go eat. You know, it's sort of the, the thing and uh noah you are always welcome to my saber of Valhalla we will fight and then we'll feast and then we'll fight again and then probably feast there's probably some throw up somewhere that's kind of how it works
0: <laughs> <laughs> there will be big dogs and a dragon right
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: that, that, that's a water slide
3: that's, that, that's basically how uh as i was uh i was telling these guys before like that's kind of the, the, that's kind of the experience I want people to, to have whenever they go to a SMATH event, right. Is that, yeah, man, we, we fought with lightsabers. We, we had a great time. We sat down, we ate later. It was, it was, you know, we call, we call this barbecue, you know uh but yeah, it's, it's a whole thing where you bring people together, you, if you're really, really into it, you keep coming back, right? And then that's how you end up with a school. <laughs> yeah, I think we were trying
2: to do something like that last April before
0: COVID hit.
3: Oh yeah, and then yeah, all all got in the head. I get, I get it.
0: Yeah. We had all sorts of fun stuff planned, but you know that that has been our motivation to not only start this podcast, but to try and feature more people like Noah, like. The heads of the other schools, not just our talking heads all the time, because um, it's been enriching for all of us. And to have to cancel all those fun things we had planned to feel like we were enriching ourselves a bit. It's been devastating to me personally to like have gone this whole year without any sort of like I haven't even fought with a lightsaber since October. um, Legitimately. And, you know, I've been training by myself. Who cares? (laughs) Yeah, Like, who cares? You know, but just these moments of sitting down, watching fights, talking with other people like you, it it's training with other people in a way. It's getting us back to that set of plans we had and you know, it's motivating us to do stuff in the very near future and the very far future as well. Um, I think at this point, all of us in SMAF and hopefully listeners who aren't in SMAF yet, you might agree, um, you know, our goal is to just keep sharing sharing and sharing and sharing and sharing. And I don't know, it makes me feel really, really good to know that, Let's just say I went 3000 miles across the country, right? I could call somebody and say, "Hey, do you want to do you want to play lightsabers with me?" <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like I could go to I could go to any part of the country now and say that to somebody.
1: You know, that'd be like a wicked wicked road trip, you know, go to like from saber group to saber Bro. group to saber group like for a month across mm-hmm. America. You just I just put something on my bucket list.
2: Every year I go on, I try to go on a road trip and usually it's for something Sabre related.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, I take days off for Sabre stuff. Oh, I've done that too. Yeah. You have have some, some plans this year, right? Some, some, uh.
0: Yeah. No, you have a tournament or something coming up? Yeah. We don't have a date
2: set yet, but I'm hoping for either summer or fall.
3: Awesome. Yeah. It'll be in LA.
0: And is that an open tournament? Like, can people who are not, can, can independent Saberists with lowercase letters <laughs> come to your independent Saberists with uppercase letters tournament?
2: Of course. I'm hoping that I'll have
0: a good number of
2: fighters.
3: Sure.
2: I know, I think I'm going to need an absolute minimum 12 to make this work, but
3: sure. I, I, mean, I know between let me know.
2: I'm I'm there. I know between you, San Diego, everyone else. I know we can easily break the twelve.
3: Sure.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you just let me know, and I promise you, every probably everyone that was there, like for this night, will be there. Probably plus all the people that weren't there. Like, we oh, got fantastic. You.
0: I don't know why you assume that open invite included you. <laughs>
1: uh, excuse you. Uh, who else is going to be wearing a penguin onesie? <laughs>
0: oh hopefully zero hopefully zero i feel attacked (laughs) i was hoping there'd be one
1: thank you noah thank you
0: (laughs) he again again why you assumed he was talking like you're all penguins why does it have to be yeah
1: but see jason's thing jason's thing is short shorts lauren's thing is dry humor richard's thing is kicking people's asses like trust me we all have our gimmick
0: richard if you're listening do your thing kick nick's ass Steal is onesie. Well, wait a minute, Richard. Don't, penguins, you Don't you dare get any ideas.
1: Don't you dare get any ideas.
0: Richard, if you're listening, Nick is afraid of spiders.
1: Also, no, if you need refs, I have people other than myself that are good at refing and can effectively, like, would should easily be able to ref your format. So okay. That, yeah, I'm going to try me. my best. I have another guy, like, whoever you need.
2: I'm going to try my best to have as many in house as possible to staff, but. I'll let you know if I need anyone.
0: Here's a question for you, Noah. I know you don't have your your regulations up yet, but generally speaking, if somebody wanted to come to your tournament and it was maybe one of their first tournaments or their first tournament, what gear would you require that they have?
2: All we require are fencing masks, lacrosse gloves, and a weapon within regulation length, which is the fairly universal heavy grade blade, rounded tip, 14-inch hill, 36-inch
3: blade.
2: Um, Yeah, we tried to make our rules as similar to the other schools as possible.
0: Yeah, yeah. Everybody has, like, tiny variations. And SMAF has, like, a standardized rule set that we just, like, when we have SMAF events, that's what we use. But really, it's based mostly upon um, just a kind of a a San Diego Sabres basis um, with, some other little things thrown in from other people, but at, at it's kind of like those little variations in like blade length or hilt length. Those are so unimportant compared to like fencing helmet, heavy grade blade. Man, that's a really important thing to know. Fighting with
2: lightsabers, not light whips.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, are, would exactly. cross guards be
1: allowed at your tournament? If I run an exotics bracket, then yes. Oh, I. I that was a great sentence.
0: So not included in your standard. That's, again, important information. If there's enough interest, I will do an exotics. So hopefully there will be.
3: Okay, because you said that. Kyle, I know you're listening. Three-sectional saber.
0: Again, Alan, with the damn three-sectional
3: saber. <laughs> what, I don't what have happened? any regulation for
0: that written up yet.
1: <laughs> what you happen? know what? That's totally fine.
0: You know what? I do. And I'm so sad to say it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so mad about it. It doesn't make any sense, and I'm so I'm so mad I did it. But I did it because this is the fourth damn time that Alan has said three sectional saber. I had to delete it from a couple episodes. I'm just saying
3: it's it's an exotic. uh... It
0: is exotic. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um. No, but uh, Noah, if you were to do an exotic, uh, uh, I guess division, like what I, guess you'd probably have to have like a glossary of the different weapons allowed. Are you? Yeah, at, I do have one written up. Oh, that's wonderful. Are you looking at doing? You fight with anything in there, or like this is this is the weapon you go through through? The There's like
2: thing? you can use cross guard, dual wield spear staff
3: can you switch weapons that would be cool
2: i would i wouldn't be opposed to that
3: Ooh, here's something that somebody stole from us
0: yeah how about that you can find it on youtube i won't link the video go ahead alan (laughs) tell them about it
3: so Uh you randomize you randomize the fight uh, or the weapon for the fight and both fighters have to fight with that weapon now wait
1: a That'll minute. wait, someone stole this idea. I think I know who stole it.
0: You're yeah, you're welcome group. <laughs> you're welcome.
1: I I must have been living under a rock the last month. Who that what what? Someone
0: stole an idea? You're welcome group X. Yeah, you're welcome group X. We won't we won't get too much crazier than that. All I'm going to say is you're damn welcome.
3: Yeah. It it was it's one of those things that just makes it insanely fun. Right? it so if but you know it, it also makes it like a handicap too so i can understand why people don't want to do it like if yeah. you're really into jar kai and that's that's all you do then awesome but and then somebody put the saber staff in your hand you're like uh crap oh. <laughs> you know
0: if you guys have ever seen the uh the show from i think it was uh i don't want maybe it was cinemax or showtime stars one of those um, Spartacus like blood and sand or yeah yeah um there is an episode where his like slave master takes him to the pits they call it and it's a weapon randomizer and they're real weapons where they really cut things off and kill people um and it it was a very gruesome episode but uh, if you're into that kind of thing, um, that episode has a a, we- a weapon randomization in a very realistic manner, and you could tell right away, like when somebody's not happy with their choice, you know. Yeah, it
3: it, it would be fun though.
0: What'd you say, Alan? I'm sorry.
3: I, I was just telling Noah it, it would be fun to uh, to do that. But then again, that's, that's you know, the Niman practitioner in me. It's like, let's just use all of them.
2: <laughs> that's fair. The unique thing. I know the spears are known for having an advantage, but this time I'm going
3: to make the hilt still target.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah, it has to be. Noah, I should send you our weapons glossary, which can be found on sabermartialarts.life, and there's another plug. Um, but, Noah, obviously, you know, for your own tournament, it doesn't have to match up. Exactly. But um, if you needed ever or just kind of wanted to compare, um, I'll I'll include you in that link. But for anybody that's listening, if you want to do a tournament and you need some exotics help, that's something you want to do in your tournament. But you need like some blade measurements standardized or something like that. An
3: explanation of what a three sectional saber is. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) how many times in this one episode like three Uh, listening yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know he is (laughs) and uh anyway um any one of us who has a tournament like i know courtney has a rule set for for non-standard sabers and so does noah and so do the smaff as an organization nick does we can all help you with that that's like not a problem um and it's a fun thing for people to get extra fights into a tournament. To me, it matters a lot less that an exotics division is like exotic. It matters just a lot more that people get a different way to fight, you know, and more fights. It's just more fun.
3: Absolutely. I, let, let me just say right now we're watching Nick and Noah fight. And I don't know how many hand hits I've just counted, but there there are many because the blade work is is just everywhere (laughs) i mean it was a weapon in
2: this fight too so i had trouble getting past his arm
1: it was a weird fight because we were both aiming for deep targets but like we would block the deep targets but then we would accidentally hit each other's hands like that a
2: good hit on my rib though
1: oh yeah oh i got a couple (laughs) good hits on the rib and a good hit on your helmet too but you got you got me in the helmet early on a lot
2: We each cycled through, like, three different fighting styles on this. Oh, my
1: God. It was This was a really fun fight. I was really enjoying myself, and then I got hungry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That was the last one of the night. I think we both did.
1: Yeah, you had just fought, like, for the last hour and a half, and then I was just, like, standing there, and I'm like, ah, man, I'm hungry. A
3: lot of of work standing there. So part of this, uh, which is great, is watching Nick's reactions in, you know, throwing his hands up and then down, looking up at the sky as he gets hit. And... (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's the that's the fencer in me. If I if I uh, I was born to be an honest man, <laughs> because I could not lie about me losing a point at this point.
0: <laughs> Nick, I gotta be honest. When I first fought you, I thought you were gonna make sounds like the Williams sisters in tennis. <laughs> you know, like every time you score, like dude. I let me tell you about
1: something I hate in fencing: people screaming their guts out on every freaking point, like.
0: That's what I thought you were gonna be like because that's my experience why that's my experience watching and this is coming from a karate guy who the first lesson through the last lesson I just did, like you yell, right? You you kei and stuff. So here I am watching sport fence and going, Oh, Nick is gonna be one of those people that just Tarzan yells as he goes in with his foil there. Nah,
1: I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a jerk
0: turns out you're you're not so tarzan after all and it's not just because of your lack of ape like body. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's very weird, like you you both now are doing shicho and a little bit of Jemso, but you're still keeping a core of range measure and timing.
0: Nick, he's not afraid of you, dog. Like Noah's not afraid of you at all, man. I know he's not, and I
1: love it. Like that's like that's my, my favorite part of the night was this fight. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that reaction.
2: He had a back chamber. That was, that, that was my opening. I took it.
1: I was trying to do something, and you just didn't let me do it. And I—that <laughs> was such a frustrating moment. Well, like, I had no idea, it, was and, coming, and I so. deserve to be hit there. Like you. Why are you, are
0: you going to Wrathguard of all things to do with a lightsaber? Eh,
1: you know, just for the hell of it. Fair like it's—you don't know what could happen.
0: That's what we were talking about earlier. Sometimes you just got to try yeah. stuff.
1: Yeah. It's oh, it was. This was such a fun fight, Noah. Like definitely the highlight of my night, personally. Mm-hmm. i here. I had all of two fights, so not like there was a lot Ugh. to highlight.
0: Between the two of you, you do have similar martial arts backgrounds, at least as far as the fencing is concerned. And Nick, I know you've been you've been doing a lot of different research, especially in the last year or so. But he's um, got like
2: five times the years of fencing background than me. Th-
0: yeah, but that that actually works against him a little bit in some of this fight because, like, when you switch to two hands, Noah it's very clear that you're comfortable with both of your hands on the saber. And when Nick puts both of his hands on the saber, I feel like he has a little freak out in his, in his brain about like having both of his hands tied up. I feel very,
1: I feel very seen right now to be called (laughs) out like
0: this. Nick, do you agree though oh, like, absolutely when you put both hands on the saber that you have a mini free? I feel out?
1: very unsafe with both hands on my saber. It feels uh limited. And uh, ever since I've done saber martial arts for the last like six or seven years, when I started out with Chicho, it just feels like my left hand is is like being burnt like being on there. It hates it. It's just uh
0: So like I'm watching you, like they can't see you on They can't see on the podcast, but like I'm holding a saber hilt right now. And there's these times, obviously, like you fight with your your lead hand and foot for forward most of the time. Then you'd stick this other hand on and like like your hilt was hot. You just take that damn left hand off. So I don't like it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So accurate.
0: (laughs) But Noah, like grabs it with the with the second hand with like a purpose of like getting closer or getting stronger or blah 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 so nick i think maybe maybe we've got some homework for you you need to stop being such a wimp about that second hand dude i fight with
1: two hands all the time and i still hate it i
0: I ain't seen it when alan alan you seen it oh my god
1: i do it all the time y'all don't even know
0: (laughs) all the time noah you seen it okay good All right. So Nick, we're all in agreement that you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Nick, I, I think I've been on record saying this many times. I think defensively you have, you have some of the best defensive fighting I've ever seen. And on top of that, your counters are excellent. They're form two counters for sure. Oh yeah. But like, bro, if you got comfortable with two hands, you could, you could become a form five master. Ah,
1: you see, but but I was thinking of just cutting off my left hand. I feel like that's a better solution, and I'll just put my stump on the bottom of the pommel and, like, I do Arranged. <laughs> <Your>
3: <Yeah. laughs> oh, no. The knives will come out. Everybody dies.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. So, Noah, I actually wanted to ask you, out of all the people you fought, ex- I'm going to exclude myself from this. Out of everyone you fought, who was your favorite fight? Who was your least favorite fight? Um, who do you want to rematch against?
2: The answer to all of those is Jason.
1: Wow. He was your favorite and least favorite, and you want to hit him again.
2: (laughs) Oh, he was my favorite in the sense that it was a good challenge, least favorite in the sense that it was a tough fight. Want to hit him again. I definitely could use the practice fighting someone like him.
0: I love that answer, and I would second that answer just from a peanut gallery perspective. The person that I would want to fight most from Penguins after having watched that is Jason. The person I would want to fight most from CIS after having watched that, funny enough, is Noah. Now I'm like itching to fight both of you dudes. So, uh, Nick, I don't want to fight you again. That's fine. I want to kill (laughs) you. The (laughs) less he has to fight, the better. But like with Polycarp, like fake kill you. I'll I'll make you a port light. It'll be fine. Let the record show. Don't take my words out of context, CNN. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I gotta
3: say that this was a great time, guys. This was really fun. And watching watching saber fights is is always good with you know people that understand that it's a martial art.
0: It's also a sport, but it's not just a sport, and it's also a martial art, but it's not just a martial art.
3: Well, that's that's the difference between a street fight and a MMA fight, right? Like when when people say, "What, what did we say the last last time?" Oh, that wouldn't work in the octagon. That wouldn't work in the <laughs> octagon. Yeah, no crap. <laughs> <laughs> neither, neither would a, a, a you know a crotch grab or a you know a fishhook <laughs> or eye gouge. It's not allowed. But yeah, it's it's one of those things that 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 is beautiful to see is. The community, you know, of a couple of two Saber schools meeting and having a good time playing team game, uh, a team uh, fight, basically, and also seeing the camaraderie that came from that competition. Right. So community camaraderie, competition. That's that's beautiful. So thank you guys for, for sharing that with us and for the uh, inspiring others to do the same. And I hope your uh, students get a chance to maybe watch or, or listen to this. And uh, maybe maybe that will be a, something for them to, to be like, all right, well, I'm going to check my tape. Okay, so mm-hmm. here I did this. Okay, maybe I should do this instead. Oh, okay, yeah. well, Richard did that. And I, okay, maybe I can figure out that move. That's what this is about. This is the- Tape
1: checking is so valuable. Make sure you watch your fights. Even if you hate it, I hate it. But it's it's literally the most valuable like tool you have to stream, look at what you're doing.
2: I stream all my practices and watch them
0: the
3: next day. There you go. There you go.
0: Oh, that's even harder than watching them at all. Is watching them right after. I can't edit a podcast the day after we record. Like I won't I won't touch this one for three or four <laughs> days uh, after after we hit stop. But that it's, it's that same thing. I don't mind watching myself fight, but yeah, if I just recorded it, pff, I'm not watching that for a week. <laughs>
3: well, any last, any last words, uh, Noah? Anything that uh, y- you want to do? I mean, how do, how do we find you?
0: You can
2: find me on Facebook at Confederacy of Independent Saberists, or you could email me at cisabers at gmail.com. All those go directly to me. Happy to answer any questions. Maybe come out to my practices either in Los Angeles or in the near future in Riverside. Yeah.
0: On. Awesome. And that's uh that's all available on SaberMartialArts.life. If you forget, just go there. Look for Confederacy of Independent Sabers. We're at the top of the list. Yep. That's right. And you will, you will have Noah's info there.
3: Right. Also, Fode might be able to put it in the show notes maybe yeah oh
0: absolutely <laughs> I, yeah I absolutely will do you guys have a website website we are still working on that okay. i'm hoping to have one up soon
3: all right excellent
0: so what i'll do is i'll link your um your SMF website page in the show notes and that way they can get directly in contact with you if they need to um now noah i have a question for you that will kind of lead us to the end here but um do you make sabers for people or just for you? Yeah, I do.
2: I I do commissions as well. I've got even a few models that I could just make to sell. So, yeah, repairs, modifications, custom work. I do it all.
0: Let's say I live in Los Angeles County and I want to come to a CIS practice or or I want to become a student. And I don't know what saber to buy. So I come up to you and I say, hey, Teach, can you make me a save Would you would you make sabers for students as well?
2: I could totally do that. You know, students, people from even people from out of state. I I'll say anyone in math is more than welcome to message me if they need their sabers repaired or a new saber made.
0: Well, on behalf of all of us, I appreciate that. Uh Kyle, we didn't forget about you, obviously. Um but it's nice to have options and I know that I know that Noah is into quality because um, he and I have had little talks about how he could help me uh, potentially fix some of the trash sabers that I have in my collection now.
2: I bought a Persuader not too long ago. I ordered a Persuader not too long ago. I'm still waiting on it, though.
0: Yeah, I'm still waiting on a Persuader, too. I think those <laughs> are the that's his most popular model. That's See, there you go. Proof in the pudding and... I think it's so cool that not only can you make your own sabers that you trust, but you still go out there and you still buy um, sabers from other independent smiths and things. And that's that's to me, again, like Alan said, just another way to build a community that's really not that hard. And it doesn't affect either one of you in a negative way yeah. to start to start, you know, using each other's stuff. That's so cool. Yeah, I think
2: what I'm doing with the Persuader I ordered is I'm going to be installing it with parts from like three or four different companies. I'm supporting so many different businesses this way.
0: Frankenstein Saber. There you go. I love that. I love that. Summer is just around the corner and this year SMAF Affiliate School Saberlight Knights is putting on the Saberlight Summer Open. Join them at the Laughing Dragon Kung Fu School in Charlottesville, Virginia on July 10th, 2021 at 9 a.m. for a two-division tournament, including the Adult Standard Sabre Division and the Adult Special Sabre or Exotics Division. Saberlight Knights have been a proud SMAF affiliate school since 2019 and we are more than thrilled to support their events. The Saberlight Summer Open is also going to feature a massive prize pool, over $1,000 in merchandise from some of your favorite companies like Key Sabers, Smokey's Armory, Mando Core Customs, Wrath Sabers, Far Far Away Outfitters, and Kaizen Saber. If you want to register for the Saberlight Summer Open, please visit the Eventbrite link in the show notes or go to eventbrite.com and search for Saberlight Summer Open. Registration is 20 to $30, depending on if you're doing one event or two. And all of the tournament requirements and rules can be found on SaberLightNights.com. That's SaberLightNights with a K dot com. Yo, Noah, we're going to have you on a bunch more. Nick, when you guys record these things and know and if you have a practice you're particularly proud of, let me know. We'll put an episode together for you. Yeah, of course. If you guys want me back here, you know where to find me. We want you back. I've said it here, it's on the record. Awesome. We want you back. We'll let you know when Alan, Nick, give us the lowdown real quicks on how we can find you guys.
3: Hey, we're martial arts dot life. Done.
0: There you go. You can find everyone and everything. Uh join us. Get it get yourself a key saber. Get yourself a Noah Saber. Uh Noah, I'll be talking to you about that. Sure. Get yourself a SMAF affiliation application. Absolutely. Until next time, Noah, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. And uh, bring your own saber, y'all.